Welcome back to the final podcast of season two, 2021. You are listening to the most world-renowned podcast in the world, Group Chat After Dark. Welcome, is, Michael. Is it still 2021? I thought it was still 2020. It is still 2021, although it does. there has, really has been no difference between 2020 and 2021. Yeah, I'm still waiting for those two weeks to be over. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people are. It's not going to happen. Um, just do what you can. Wash your hands. Make sure you wipe down all your groceries. Yeah, watch, watch out for the Omarion variant. It's the Omarion. Yeah, it's apparently very people. mild but highly contagious. Um, get a booster if you need a booster. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, what the hell? Yeah, at this point, you need a booster. Yeah. So yeah, do your duty. <laughs> kind people of the internet, get your get your vaccine. But, Duty. But we're here to, to recap all the stupid stuff we talked about this year on this yeah. po- glorious podcast. Wait, does that mean we're going over shows from 2020 and 2022? What, what Were you playing the theme song during the show? <laughs> I was trying to. I thought I'd splice it up and uh, I fat-fingered the mouse there and it, okay. it, it hit the button. So, well, uh, before I we thought we needed here, more music. We're going to run into, we're going to just kind of go back over our topics and offer uh, any updates or commentary or pithy comments that we may have about the the year that was 2021. It was Uh, was a glorious year. It's a glorious year. We did 11 shows. This is actually, this is our most successful web series or podcast we've ever done as far as being consistent because this episode completes season two, which means there are 22 total episodes of group chat after dark for you to listen to and i you know what i'm very proud of that we can't get it together in june and do a show but other so, than that so now we just need 78 more episodes and then we'll be eligible for syndication yeah almost we're almost there guys thanks to viewers like you and listeners like you right and up speaking, there with family matters and different strokes we'll be wow. we'll be ready to go wow it's interesting choices Family Matters is timeless. It's legit. It is legit. As a matter of fact, there's a giant Urkel right here. That thing, oh, that this is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. I'm not going to lie. Here he is. Stephen Q. Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my creepy. childhood. That is my childhood. Anyway, before we get into the real meat and veg of the podcast i thought maybe you could let us know who's sponsoring us this month and maybe give me some facts about well, this month we are still sponsored by scrub daddy the uh i've been mistaken apparently according to the internet scrub daddy is not the most successful product in the history of shark tank but it's one of the top three um so uh bombas wouldn't pay us enough so we're going with scrub daddy this month um scrub daddy is I also have learned that Scrub Daddy changes texture based on what temperature of water you put it in. So not only is it a a wonderful product birthed by the Shark Tank program, but it is now the one that changes and it it suits your needs, whether you got to really scrub those dishes hard or if you're scrubbing something a little little lighter, maybe some 
fine china or a nice wine glass. You can use it either way. And the mouth is customizable to clean your utensils. So if you need to wipe off that extra stuffing from your spoon at Thanksgiving, just stick it in Scrub Daddy's mouth. Wow. Stick it in Scrub Daddy's mouth. I think that should be their time. They should use that. That's a good one. I'm, it, I'm gonna says s- on the, it says on the box, America's favorite sponge, but I think stick it in Scrub Daddy's mouth should replace that. <laughs> and I know it says that on the box because this month I was gifted a Scrub Daddy. Look at that. Look I know. That. I could not believe it. Uh, it was it's the original. It's not any knockoff. It is not a knockoff. This is legit. It was gifted to me by one of our listeners, actually. Uh, wow. She said she wanted to support our sponsors. So I have in hand a scrub daddy. And yes, it says flex texture scrubber, soft in warm water, firm in cold water, which is fantastic. Yes. Don't be on the lookout for uh, scrub uncle. He's a knockoff. This is the original <laughs> scrub daddy. <laughs> scrub <laughs> uncle. Don't don't be out there buying Scrub Uncle from Food Lion. Yeah, you're gonna get ripped off. It's got it's made of lead paint, and <laughs> yeah, don't get the Scrub Uncle. Yeah, so that's our sponsor this month. Uh, check them out; they're on the internet. Uh, there are other places too, probably in the stores. I don't know; I haven't been in a store in a couple of years, so it's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they are in the stores somewhere, but I'm sure you can also order it online. Um, Oh, it does say that something is independent. Oh, I don't know. Something has been independent lab verified. So nice. You can use it in the household for your cabinets, hardware, floors, walls, and baseboards. You can use it in the kitchen for your dishes, fridge, produce, counters, cutting boards. You can use it outdoors on lawn furniture, swing sets, fences, deck railings, and siding. That's what I like to do in my spare time. Scrub my fence. Yeah. Yeah. You can use it in your bathroom for your shower, your sink and toilet, fixtures and cabinets. It's pretty much the most versatile sponge that has ever graced the world. And I think you should go out and buy three of them right now because you're going to want one for. And it's recyclable, so you can save the turtles. Uh, It is recyclable. It says so right there. Save the turtles. I thought you were making things up. Anyway, yes, it is recyclable. And there's even a QR code for you to scan. It's really, it's also made in Pennsylvania. So USA, you have it. It's probably our most in-depth Scrub Daddy ad read ever because we were gifted a Scrub Daddy. Yeah, I think I think everybody should support the fine fine folks over at Scrub Daddy. They, they do a good job supporting our podcast. Just use the promo code GCHAD. It's G-C-H-A-D, group chat after dark. G-chad. I believe if you go to scrubdaddy.com backslash scrub that I'm sorry. If you go to back, let me let me try that again. If you go to scrubdaddy.com backslash gchad, there'll be a thing there and you won't get any money off. And yeah, anyway. you can click a, a pop-up that says this is not a real website, and then go to scrubdaddy.com and there you'll find the product you're looking for. I'm gonna leave the ad reads to you. I'm terrible just remember scrubdaddy.com backslash scrubdaddy to get nothing off your order so now that we've talked about scrub daddy which is the new improved superior sponsor of this podcast i think it's time that we take a look back in the annals of history of this illustrious show and look at the things that we talked about 
So I'm looking at season season two, episode one, which I believe was in January of, of 2020, 2020, 2021. I know. Yeah, it's been too long. But the, 2020 that, part two. That uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. The the sequel, the squeakle. Um, <laughs> that part, part or episode one was subscription fatigue. We talked about all of the different subscribing services out there for um, things to watch. Which I feel like since we've recorded that episode, there have been like 17 more that have premiered. I think so. I think a big one that came out after our uh, initial or that episode, I think Paramount Plus launched uh, yeah. last year. And I'm sure there's there's probably a handful of others that I don't even know about. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was how we kicked the year off, talking about all those subscriptions and how much money you spend if you subscribe to them all. Or you'd be like me. And be ripping everybody off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you cheat the system and also uh, exploit the economy and don't pay for anything. So that's that's a good point. Yeah, um, but we I'm recently like a modern day outlaw. Yeah, of subscribing. Yeah. So we recently had a, a controversy, and you may have seen this in the on the internet news. Uh, most of our group chat subscribes to youtube tv actually i think everybody in the group chat has youtube tv yes um and recently they got into a fight with the disney corporation over the disney owned channels if you're not familiar with that's abc espn uh, obviously disney channel few others that are random uh in there as well but they (laughs) they stripped oh that's right they own fox now Mm -hmm. yeah they stripped all of the disney owned channels off of youtube tv yeah it was like 16 channels got pulled yeah rapidly that lit our group chat on fire um and we were very displeased there were many strongly worded tweets sent to youtube tv to continue negotiating with the disney corporation and uh Many inroads have been made on different things. I believe the the overwhelming sentiment was that we were going to all switch to Hulu Live because Hulu has live sports. I was not switching for the record because I don't give a shit about sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, you love sports. Go sports. But anyway, I think they the, there was a, a large controversy and, and there was much upset around, around the internet sphere of YouTube TV and they were going to lose all these subscribers. And then about six hours later, they got all the Disney-owned channels back. So um, something worked, but I think the overwhelming sentiment is that there's just there's too much out there. I feel there's, like there's too much out there, and I do. I'd love to know the details of this Disney Google battle because it's pretty ballsy. I got to say to go up against the mouse because they own pretty much everything and have unlimited resources, and they own Google. Hulu, which is a direct yeah. competitor. So it's like, <laughs> what incentive do they have to? Yeah do anything for you but But that's it's like i i I even said in our group chat i imagine the the negotiations going like this google says really disney you're you need more money you're disney and disney says back to google really google you want to spend less money you're google (laughs) so i feel like that went on back and forth for, for hours and hours but finally a resolution was reached i'd love to know the details because in the uh, correspondence we received from Google, uh, they said they were able to keep all the channels. The price will stay the same, but since they mentioned that we'd be getting a discount on our bill until they resolved it, we're going to go ahead and get a $15 discount off our next month's bill because 
they were going to give it to us anyway. So I, th- I thought that was very nice. They didn't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like $15 in, in the scheme of it is not enough. They need to discount it more. I don't really mind it, though. I mean, I got to say, when I signed up, it was like 40 bucks a month. And that's now what it's I'm $65. saying. $65. Yeah. So it's, I, I, I looked briefly at switching back because I used to have cable and uh switching back and it's actually still it's still more cable mm-hmm. still costs five dollars more a month but it's only five dollars yeah. uh so it's practically free i mean come up it's just it's ridiculous i think i think by the time you subscribed if you were to subscribe to every streaming service that was available okay. you know given some space for not overlapping stuff or whatever i think you're at like over a hundred dollars a month oh which, it would be more, way more than a hundred i mean if it, like I think just about like what we actually pay for, we're at about a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Between YouTube, Netflix. That's right. Yeah. I think I'm about yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Hulu. I think I do the Hulu bundle. And by the time you're there, it's like, oh well, yeah. you know, I mean, just right. YouTube is such a huge cost now. Um, but anyway, enough of that. But that that was subscription fatigue. And I, I don't think I'm really feeling the fatigue anymore because I think I'm just used to it. I think so. Yeah. I think we've all become used to it. Like, I don't really, uh, my wife is always like, well, can we think about dropping one? And I'm like, I don't really want to. No. Yeah. Um, then we wouldn't have all the entertainment. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm sure, I'm sure more will come out and probably the prices will change over the next year, but it'll be interesting yeah. to watch. I think everything that has potential to be a streaming service though is, is, out there now so maybe the market oh, they'll, they'll fragment it even more yeah you got discovery plus that failed pretty yeah well they're also uh starting to do things like you know disney's been doing their if you want to watch this movie that's in the theater you got to pay a premium you know so there's, there's going to be and there, there's tiers of different you know uh different streaming services so you can subscribe to a service and still not have all the content unless yeah. you get their premium subscription uh, peacock does that so yeah it's going to get more and more uh like the joke there a while ago about the in-app purchases you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to uh jump up to the next tier to be able to get everything or you know they're, they're gonna find more ways to get money out of us so speaking of finding more ways that brings us to episode two of this year yes which was the happy hour uh that was an episode i was not even there um no so I'm going to, I'm going to give you the mic and let you talk about that one. So episode two happy hour was, uh, actually an audio of a video that, uh, Corey and I did many, many years ago and we just never did anything with, uh, and that was due to the fact that my family grew in February of 2021 or excuse me, 2020 part two, uh, in February, we were very busy. My son was born February 11th. And we were in the hospital for several days and we had in-laws and a new baby and trying to adjust to the, the, get the sister adjusted to the brother. So there was a lot going on. And ultimately I just did not have any time to do a real, a true podcast, but we didn't want to miss two shows in 2020 part two. So we went ahead and released that. Um, it's really just Corey and I sitting around drinking and watching a Jerry Seinfeld stand-up special. Um, yeah. So I like it. I like that it. That was February. I believe we were due to record the day that your child was born. So we had planned it all out because you were kind of chilling in the hospital because the, the baby wasn't here yet. And uh, we were going to do it. And then here he was. 
None of that is accurate because we had a scheduled C-section, so I knew when I was going to be in the (laughs) hospital. So you're just making things up. I like to make it up, okay? It makes it more interesting. Yeah, it's true. It is more interesting than, oh, we we didn't do it because we didn't. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was... It was the baby came yeah. last minute. I had to deliver the baby in the taxi on the way over. See, see, now you're getting it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the the writers are telling me we need to move to the next episode, yes. which is episode. We spent way three. too long on subscription fatigue, so yeah. we should move it along. Episode three is millennials and Gen Z. That was I, I was a I was a fan of that one. I enjoyed that one. Um, got to learn a lot more slang uh, and uh, talk about why millennials hate Gen Z. Yeah. Um, or that also episode, the reverse, why Gen Z hates millennials. That episode actually kicked off a three-part series That's about right. the youth of today. Uh, because Which we, we are not. We are not. I am an elder millennial, and I think you're just a regular millennial. I'm right? square in the middle, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're, we're fascinated by we, the, all the kind of stuff we dug up about those two generations, which, I mean, the names are bullshit. Some guys just make them up yeah some old guys the naming of generations i was having a conversation with somebody recently about that 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 wasn't a thing years ago and it's all of a sudden now every generation has to have its moniker and uh so anyway but that's it's just another way for us to hate each other um, yeah and and to belittle and 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 just another line in the sand we can draw realize that we're all getting old that's yeah that's the takeaway is that we're old and we're not cool exactly so, so yeah we did we we talked about those two generations fighting our our generation fighting the new young generation even though there's another younger generation coming right behind it which is always the problem and then gen alpha yeah yeah gen alpha they're coming up um so from we went from that to uh was the next one tiktok or slang tiktok tiktok yeah we went because we we talked about vine which was yeah. the millennial version of TikTok. Fine is much better than TikTok, but See, TikTok has old. creeped into my, well, it's taken over my life now. I'm pretty much on yeah, TikTok every day. You send us TikToks almost every day. I love so. TikTok. It's great. And I think it eliminates all of the crappy parts of Facebook. So like all the annoying things that, that Facebook decided to pursue because they figured out it could make money. TikTok hasn't done yet. Um, like games and poking uh <laughs> and stuff like oh and and groups remember facebook groups yeah yeah i was in like five thousand facebook groups <laughs> um until they re- revamped them and then i quit all of them now i don't even have facebook so yeah um take that zuckerberg yeah eat it metaverse yeah um so no i think i think that was an interesting episode to revisit my my love affair with Vine that was R.I.P. Vine. It was it was gone too soon. You were a big fan of Vine. You were I, like I say, I, as I mentioned in that episode, I can't remember how many Vine compilations you've made me watch over the years. Many Vines are now uh, they're resurfacing on TikTok as the audio track for all these TikToks. So yes. uh, Vine's coming back, but but uh, I, I miss you, Vine. Uh, I wish you well. R.I.P. R.I.P. Vine. Uh, we also had a guest on that episode. We did. Uh, we had we a did. TikTok expert, air quote. Um, we really <laughs> didn't know that much about TikTok other than <laughs> telling us who you could follow. So 
Well, I hope you guys got some good followers out of that on TikTok. Hopefully, hopefully. But uh, yeah, our TikTok expert uh, provided some good commentary on on TikTok and gave you guys some valuable information. He sure did. <laughs> he sure did. And that leads us to the next month, May. That, that which, was a fun one. That was a fun one. I actually, because we, we really don't, discuss at length any of our topics together before we go into the show uh and no, especially this one probably about two and a half minutes of texting yeah. it's about I the usually yeah, we, we plan it out i usually kind of run down hit what i'm gonna the my list of things he runs down his list of things we kind of smush them together but we don't go into detail and especially in may the youthful slang episode i made that list of slang and i did not share it with you beforehand and I was amazed because you crushed every, almost every one. I think there was like one or two that you didn't get. And that was it. And I had like a list of 10 terms that I, and I, I was throwing some in purposely to throw you and you still got them all. So. I did not know head ass. That's one I didn't know, but uh, <laughs> Which I know I've now. still never heard anybody say head ass. So. I heard it on TikTok this week, actually, but there you go. There, that was the, uh, that was the length of it. So no, that was a, I enjoyed that one. Um, it's good to know I'm still connected with the use. And yes, uh, you're very hip. I understand a few things, but uh, I think I think we're going to see a lot of weird weird things come out of the next generation of of English speakers as we yeah learn different things. Recently, our friend group uh, that is in the group chat has rediscovered Among Us, which brought back some of that youthful <laughs> slang, the word sus. Um, yes. They finally released it on the Xbox, and so mm-hmm. we played Among Us a little bit, and sus has made a, a deep yeah. reappearance into... It's, it's back, because, yeah, we we all kind of got into the Among Us uh, back whenever it was getting big, but I I did not like it because I could not play it on my phone i hated i hate touch controls i because he's an old i'm an old i'm i mean i am the old old school gamer but growing up playing nintendo uh so i i i have to have a controller in my hand and i was not doing well with the touch controls on among us so it, it took some away from me but yeah they added it to game pass and we all played it recently and i figured we'd play it once or twice and be done but we ended up playing it all night and had a great time doing so and there was a lot of people playing it so yeah. it seems to be pretty popular based on it's, our experience with it it's still popular and and the added benefit of the four of us being in communication with each other and breaking the rules by by revealing what our <laughs> roles were but the, the 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 pot stirring that we would do those that, that was pretty fun yeah uh, so that's a tangent that we can talk about that later um but that that the in May we wrapped up our three part series on the youth and the world uh, with useful slang, and then in June, of course, we did not do a show because we were uh, vacationing. We did yes. not do. Uh, I my family was not part of the big uh, friend vacation this vacation, year. Vacation, yeah, new baby. Um, but you all went on vacation. We we did a a, a little vacation with uh, my in laws at their beach house, but we did not make the journey uh, for the friendcation this year, but we'll do that next year in 2020 part three. There you go. The, yeah. this, the trilogy. Yes. But, uh, 2020 but luckily, part three, you know what? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Could you say that again? Sorry. 
I'm having trouble hearing you. Well, nobody's talking to you. Watch. Excuse me. That scared the hell out of me because I thought somebody was in my room. Um, anyway, uh, the good news is 2023, excuse me, 2022 should be the end because usually movies end after a trilogy yeah. unless they're really bad B movies where they have like nine parts. But uh, maybe maybe 2022 will be the end. We'll, we'll close the chapter on the COVID trilogy. Or you could make all the prequels. So 2020 yeah. episode one. Yeah. We could do that. 2020 year one. Well, anyway. This is never ending. So, no. We skipped June and then we came back with a real banger of a topic for July. <laughs> hey, that's the, that's the home of Prime Month or Prime Day. So that's true. That's true. We looked at so, uh, what's the weirdest stuff you could buy on Amazon.com, which there was a lot of weird stuff. There was a lot of weird stuff. And I made some promises that I was going to buy some of those things and try them out. And I didn't. I just did. <laughs> well, you should have because now if you bought anything since November, you can re- you have until the end of January to return it. That's nice because I have been seeing lots of people getting the wrong things. I've also been seeing lots of shipping errors via Reddit, not just with Amazon, but with lots of different retailers where they buy one thing and get multiples. I saw uh, a guy bought, I forget what game it was in the game. Oh, yeah, I Reddit. saw that. He bought one game and got like 25 copies of it. And he's like, yeah. Do I send these back? I'm like, I would, because what the hell are you going to do with 25 copies of the same game? I guess sell them, but yeah. Yeah, but uh, that, and I, I saw another guy uh, posting that same sub. He got, he ordered a PlayStation 5 and through some shipping error, ended up getting like three of them. Holy cow. And I'm like, wow, that's, because those, I believe they're still very hard to find. Um I think that was GameStop that it was they believed one had gotten lost in transit. So they sent him another one to replace that one. And he ended up getting two or three. I can't remember, but it was it was pretty fascinating. Uh, all these shipping errors that are happening. And I, I don't know if we're just more cognizant of them now yeah, because of supply chain issues or if they're just happening more because of warehouses being backed up, you know, pickers being overwhelmed and things like that. Um, but anyway, that was. That was July, the weird shit on Amazon that I didn't buy. I but went back to then, I probably the they would have gotten here at least. You know, they would have gotten yeah. here in a in a reasonable time frame. I so. went to the UPS store yesterday and the line was out the door. So people yeah. are, you know, making their returns for sure. Maybe they bought yeah. some of that weird stuff. I don't know. It is because admittedly, since it is December, we, we are doing this post Christmas. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people returning stuff. Um Hence, our, our topic this month being a year interview and nothing about Christmas. Right. Uh, or, the, or those holidays. So well, it's anyway. for the corporations anyway. But yeah. Uh, so we moved on and then we got into the fall talking about pumpkin spice. No, no, so, no, no. You, you skipped over August. What? Oh, I did. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I skipped over Future of the Movies, which was yes. an interesting discussion on what movies are going to look like post now. Yes. And, and uh, actually, ties back into the uh the streaming fatigue topic that we went into yes. at first um where these movies are getting released kind of in the theater but also on the platforms and so that's probably i think that was your prediction is that that's going to be the model for the well, future that was my prediction and right now it's not coming true because so many things are now exclusively in the theaters uh which is disappointing 
because like I really want to see this new Spider-Man movie that came out in December. I considered going one early one morning uh, to see it because I was like, there won't be any. But I was like, no, my luck. I'll get COVID because the one he's also an old and he sees movies at nine o'clock in the morning. I could. Well, I wanted to do it when there would be less of a crowd Uh, because I really. But I was like, no. And I talked myself out of it because I like first day streaming. (laughs) I like being it. I would I wouldn't I want to see this movie pretty badly. So I wouldn't mind paying a twenty dollar. Uh, streaming fee to see this but instead i'll have to wait a couple months and watch it whenever it's available digitally so i was wrong there but that was also that a lot of these plans were made before omicron showed up and before cases started going up which i kind of feel like everybody should have been prepared for because it's (laughs) winter and that's what exactly what happened last winter right anyway um so yeah my my prediction thus far has been wrong for the future of the movies because they really want that theater business back. When Spider-Man really, set a record, didn't it? I, I believe it did. I don't know the numbers on it, but so many people I have talked to have taken the risk and gone to see it. And they're like, it is the best superhero movie they've ever seen. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested more in the concept than the actual film because they're bringing back like Toby All the Spider-Mans. Yeah. And yeah, um, what's his name? James Garfield um andrew garfield yeah andrew garfield they're bringing back the, as, as like the kind of this multiverse spider-man thing and i just think that's really cool um to kind of rather than you know a reboot they've rebooted spider-man so many times uh that i, I didn't want to see these tom holland spider-man movies because i was like how many times do i need to see how spider-man became spider-man but the tom holland movies are actually really good and I'm, i really want to see this one but i didn't want to risk the covid so yeah. I also really want to see it. Spider-Man is not my favorite superhero. So Oh, yeah. he is. He is. Yeah. Okay. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a Spider-Man in my hometown on the in the ceiling of a restaurant uh, that I very much enjoy seeing if he's still there every time I go in. Is it McAdoo's? Um, it is McAdoo's. <laughs> so yeah, he's in there. He's up there hanging around in the in the HVAC. But yeah. um that's pretty cool. I enjoy Spider-Man, so I'm excited to see this one. I've seen all it's- the others. The Andrew Garfield ones were god awful. I did not um, see those. Yeah, I, I don't saw recommend the Toby McGuire, the um, oh shoot, well, Sam Raimi films. Those were okay um, for what they were at the time. Yeah, the first one was really good. The second one was good. The third one, they just tried to do way too much, cram way too much in there. It was way too long, and it was even for a, a movie about superheroes, it got way over the top. Uh, so it was kind of a, a slog across the finish for Spider-Man. There. Yeah, Avengers did that for me, which is why I'm not a huge Avengers guy. Well, that's uh, the only reason I ended up watching these Spider-Man movies is because when I realized what they were doing with these Marvel films, when it was all coming to a head with uh, Infinity War, yeah, I went back and watched a lot because I hadn't I'd seen maybe Iron Man and maybe maybe one of the Captain Americas, but I was kind of over it. But I was, I was like cinematically it was very interesting to me because nothing like that had ever been done before like 10 years worth of movies building up to one movie it's like that's pretty cool and when i realized that i went back and watched a lot of them including the spider-man movies i was like these are actually really good um so anyway very interested to see that it'll be interesting to see where movies go if they go back because i did just see an article too that um hbo's model for 2021 apparently worked pretty well because they got a lot of new subscribers by doing the 
day one streaming uh, with the movies that are, are concurrently being released in theaters. So nice. they saw a big return on that. Uh, I think their box office took a hit, but they're probably making it up with subscriptions. Maybe, I don't know, but apparently they're happy with the return they got from new subscribers. So we'll see where nice. it goes. We'll see where nice. it goes. And now so, you can jump to your favorite. Well, so Pumpkin Spice was our next episode. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I actually have an update. Uh, I located I located the first first ever pumpkin spice beer. Uh, was it Buffalo Bills? Uh, something like that, yeah. Something like that. Um, and I found it in a Total Wine and More, so I bought one and, and had it. It was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Nice. Uh, so you so actually sampled George Washington's beer recipe. I did. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight from the cherry tree that he chopped down. Yeah. Poured the sap in there, yeah. It's amazing. Um, so it was, it was good. I recommend if you could find it out there again, I found it at total wine and more, um, along with a couple others. I had a nitro pumpkin that was pretty good. Um, some others, but, uh, I think, I think the uh, pumpkin is still my favorite. So uh, if you're out there, it's good. It's gone now. They only make it for like a month, but if you find it next year, pumpkin Southern tier pumpkin is the way to go. I bet you can find it on eBay. It, that's gross. Yeah, well, you can get Crystal Pepsi and New Coke and things like that on eBay. So. Really? Oh, yeah. Can you? Is it for consumption or just for collecting? I would not drink it because a lot of it, I mean, I've seen those things sold. And it's, I mean, from the era in which it was released, I wouldn't drink those. Uh, yeah, that's fair. So that was my update for Pumpkin Spice. I don't know if you have anything to add there, but if not, we could go to... Postscript for uh, pumpkin spice, other than it was interesting to learn that there's no pumpkin actually in pumpkin spice. It is a spice for pumpkin. Oh, I learned, uh, yeah, I learned something else too. Apparently, pumpkin pie is like 90% squash. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, did not know that. yeah, it's just orange. So, there you go. I uh, do love pumpkin pie though. I had, I know, at, we, we always get one. Uh, every Thanksgiving, our realtor gives out pumpkin pies. Nice. And they, they're Amish pumpkin pies. Wow. And it is the best pumpkin pie. I always look forward to that. So I was very happy for that at Thanksgiving. So the next episode in our year year in review, uh, we're getting close to the end here, but it's it's the, the Halloween sucks episode, which is near and dear to my heart because this year only reaffirmed how much Halloween is stupid and commercial. Wow. Let's go out and teach our children how to beg for things from other people. Um, just because they put in a little bit of effort. That's America. USA. I, think, I mean, depending on your costume, you might be putting in a lot of effort and then threaten to trick them. If they don't give you anything, That's USA not part of it. We talked about this. You just, you, you nothing will ever change with you. It's true. I You're don't steadfast in your hatred for no reason. I don't like the man telling me what to do. That's true. That's true. So Halloween, this Halloween sucked. All Halloween suck. Uh, Halloween should be banned. We should be celebrating the uh, death of Guy Fox. Should be our national yeah. holiday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the real, that's the real nugget of, of interesting things that came out of that episode. Guy Fox day should be an American holiday. Guy Fox day is uh, it's fantastic to learn about. Uh, you have become you really jumped on board with Guy Fox Day as a result of the Halloween episode. Yes, so, I think we should all dance on the grave of Guy Fox. That yeah, should be and blow our, stuff up. Our yearly tradition. 
So, well, to counterpoint your stance, I very much enjoyed this Halloween because my daughter was actually able to go trick or treat for the first time. We did not go last year due to pandemic and no vaccines. We went this year. She had a great time. She, her, and her little friend ran around and were so excited and so happy. So, to me, Halloween was wonderful. But how was the family? How was the family Toy Story costume? How was that received by the public? Uh, it was great right up until we had to fragment our trick or treating group uh, because at one point uh, the one of the the couple that was with us the husband had recently had foot surgery and was on crutches and I, I was like and and my son was getting a little chilly and, and coughing and I was like I'm gonna take him back to the house he was Buzz Lightyear he was Buzz Lightyear um, the other family was not part of Toy Story so. Suddenly, me and a shark attack victim, me dressed as Woody, shark attack victim on crutches, and little Buzz Lightyear walking down the street. And I was like, everybody thinks that this is our family. Like, this this is our, this is is me and my partner and our child. And I didn't do anything to dissuade that because I thought it was funny. It is Um, funny, yeah. But I was like, they're they're really not going to understand. I'm just a cowboy now. Uh, (laughs) Because I don't have... Bo Peep and Jesse with me, you know, to complete the family uh, of Toy Story costumes. But That's anyway, fair. Um, so that was Halloween and we had a great time despite Michael's hatred. Yeah, yeah you had a great time. As a matter of fact, I had a great time to spite Michael. <laughs> supporting corporate America, making sure all their interests are taken care of. Yeah. So I think we rounded it out. We did a, a, a year, a year review before our year in review here of the episode around game pass that we put out about a year prior. Yeah. Um, that was our most recent epi um, about game pass. And and speaking of game pass, we already talked about it a little bit, but we've been sampling the among us uh, on there. Um, Forza horizon was also a good one that, that our group chat was, was messing with. Uh, have you have you made any other Game Pass discoveries since that episode was recorded? Yes, actually, since that episode, you you turned me on to it, and I didn't want to try it, but I I have actually been trying the um, the cloud play that they're doing, um, which is it works pretty well most of the time. It does. Uh, every now and then, it kind of stutters and and does weird things, but I blame that on my rural internet. Um, <laughs> But uh, I, that actually, I figured I would not, but it's something I'm like, I don't really want to wait for this 10 gig game to download that I might not even want to try again. So I'll just cloud play real quick. And I don't know what that does as far as my data, <laughs> as far as, you know, toward my data limits on my internet or, you know, any of that. But uh, I, I've played a few games that way that I'm like, well, I probably wouldn't have even tried this game because I wouldn't have wanted to just to waste the data downloading it uh, just to delete it. So the cloud play is actually pretty cool. Um, and they yeah. actually, they've added a lot of new games uh, to game pass recently. Like you mentioned among us and Forza, the new halo came out. I played That's that right. via cloud play yeah. uh, just to see what it was like. And it's halo. Um, I did not play online. I was just playing the single player. Oh, so I, no one, no one twerked on you. Nobody twerked on me <laughs> or teabagged for us elders, but uh yeah, so the cloud play thing I think is really cool. I think if they can continue to improve that, 
you know. Um, I think that's really cool. That was always my complaint because I, I still have the first Xbox with like no storage on it. Right. Uh, so to download a game takes me a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about the cloud well, this, play. I liked it a lot. The streaming of games, I think, may be where things are headed because I know Google, I don't know if they still have it, but Google had a platform. Stadia. Stadia, yeah. Yeah, I think it's... And that uh, was the whole yeah. concept uh, was streaming. You paid a monthly fee and you could stream certain games. Amazon um, has one now. Amazon's getting it. So I think the streaming of games is pretty cool. And it's interesting to see Microsoft going with it, embracing it now, because I don't think any of the other consoles are. Um, but, and I don't know, because I'm not a PlayStation gamer. I don't have a PS5. I, I don't know. But I just think it's really cool that Microsoft is going that direction and kind of embracing that new, the the new hot topic in gaming. And, you know, that it seems to work pretty well. Like I say, depending on your internet connection, if you got a slower connection, it's not going to be as great. But anyway, so I'm, I've been very pleased with, with the Game Pass and where it's going. And uh, Me too. I've been pleasantly surprised. I've locked myself in for like the next four years. Yeah. Um, but you, I cheated the system with some gift cards and some stuff like that. They were giving you a free subscription to Game Pass if you renewed your uh, Xbox Gold. So I did that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm locked in for a while. So we'll see where it goes. I'll keep you all yeah. updated there. It, what's great about that is your Gold, because Gold was like 60 bucks for a year. Yeah. And Game Pass is like 15 bucks a month or whatever. So they, they would prorate it somehow to where a year of gold was actually more than a year of game pass there for a while. So right. that was pretty cool. I, I did not pay. I only recently started paying for game pass. Um, and I've had it for, well, since pandemic started really. So going on two years, I've had it and I just started paying for it uh, in July. So it will be, yeah, it will be fun to see. I'm excited to see where it goes. I've To uh, me, it's worth it for the price and i'm still not spending as much as if i were buying no it pays for itself four very price games i i would have spent as much on game pass as i have right now and it's it's more than worth it so yeah it pays for itself very quickly yes but no it will be interesting so that was that was our year um Mm -hmm. it's been a fun one i think we'll keep keep it rolling next year with some fresh topics and some fresh things going on and but, of course, there'll be a new theme song and a new color scheme if you watch the podcast. So that's always fun to look for. Yes, our to. theme song will be the theme song to Friends. Yeah. Actually, our theme song will be um, Winnie the Pooh, the theme song to Winnie the Pooh, because I don't know if you know this or not, but as of midnight on December 31st, Winnie the Pooh enters public domain. Wow, I did not know that. That is yeah. wild. So Winnie the Pooh, we're going to feature Winnie the Pooh in every episode. It's going to be our song. It's going to be it, it's be our mascot. Wow, uh, Disney, actually, Disney really screwed the pooch on that no, one. No, no, just to clear that up, it is not Disney's Winnie the Pooh. It is the original book. The uh, original Winnie the Pooh storybook goes into public domain as of midnight. Uh, so I thought that I saw that on Reddit, thought it was very interesting. I was like, oh, man, we should use Winnie the Pooh for everything as a joke. And then as I was reading, I was like, okay, it's not. Because I was like, there's no way Disney's going to let that expire. Um, But yeah, so the the original storybook of Winnie the Pooh will be in public domain. If if you need it to read on your podcast or anything, maybe that's what we should do. 
In January, <laughs> our show will be group chat after dark reads the original Winnie the Pooh story. <laughs> An oral history of Winnie the yes. Pooh. Yes. So, uh, uh, but anyway, just a little tidbit for you there here at the end of the show. Well, well, uh, internet has been fun this year. Uh, stay safe. We're going through the new year. Don't do anything stupid. Watch out for Omarion. He's out there lurking around. Um, and uh, as always, Halloween sucks. Uh, and uh, I'm David Pumpkins. Well, there he goes. He's gone. We won't see him again till next year. As always, we want to thank you for joining us here on the world's most renowned podcast, Group Chat After Dark. We really appreciate your patronage. Obviously, our listeners pay attention because I got a scrub daddy right here. Uh, so support our fake sponsors and send us more free stuff. We love that. So if you need to find any more content from Ride That Donkey Productions, which is the parent company of Group Chat After Dark, you can find us at RideThatDonkeyProductions.com. You can find us at Group Chat After Dark Podcast. You can find us at Duke Houston. You can find us at Todd Sucks. You can find us at social media by searching Ride That Donkey Productions. We're everywhere. All that to say, we wish you a happy new year and all your celebrations May all your dreams come true, and let's please get the hell out of the pandemic. We'll catch you next year on Group Chat after dark.